There is only one game in town today. It's in Melbourne and it's the Australian Open and it is an absolutely cracking day. Rod Laver Arena from midday. Magdalena Freck, the Polish player, is up against the fourth seed Coco Goff. Then Novak Djokovic gets a day game up against Adrian Manorino from France. So Djokovic a day game after three night games in a row. Alex Demonor is getting the 7pm match. Obviously, Channel 9, the heavies there have said, we want the Aussie centre court. Sunday night, big ratings up against Andre Rublov. Margaret Court Arena, there's great matches there. Sabalenka, the number two seed defending champions, playing at one. Uh, Yannick Sinner's on at four. And we've also got Tsitsipas, Stefanos Tsitsipas from Greece. It's on the John Cairns. Kane Arena from 1.30, so we'll need multi-screens going. Roger Rashid is at the tennis. His analysis is unbelievable. He's on the line. Hey, Roger. Hey, Gun Neil. Brody, how are you, boys? Yeah, we're really good, mate. We're really good. Well, you know, it's a cliche, but boy, oh boy, that first week was great fun. Yeah, it sure was. There's no doubt about it. You never... You never know, I think, you know, when you come into the majors because you just don't, you, you know, you, you're, you're hoping for, you know, a great to opening you know there's always going to be a lot of fans and we've had we've had record numbers obviously of crowds coming through but the anticipation of what's ahead and and who's going to do what and obviously people have their favorites in the men's and the women's and uh you know and it never falls as you as as the seedings uh, suggest there's no doubt about that but we've had you know we've had the amount of three set matches that have gone the distance and seven six and the th- you know they've played the super tie breaks in the on the women's side of the field and then on the men's side we've had the most five set matches in the first week that we've ever had and um you know and the ones that have gone all the way through to the end and, and had the seven sixes and that so the so the ten point tie breaks. We had the women's who had, you know, twenty two twenty with Rabakina when she fell uh in that classic match. Uh, that was that was amazing to blink over and then uh and then well she couldn't get it done the next round. So she she loses after beating probably, you know, for mine was the favourite uh, for the women's draw. So it has been one of those. Uh, it's been a special first week. There's no doubt about it. And uh, as we as we head into the you know second week of this, uh, which which great first major of the year. Hey, Roger. Um, for us watching from home, like like we get to see you know that they show overhead shots and you can see the crowd and there's this here that that mm. there there's the party court here. There's something else going on there. But my wife went on Friday for the first time in in several years and she phoned me from there and she just said to me. Like, I haven't been for a few years. It's unbelievable. The, the crowds, the lineups trying to get into the outside court. She she had centre court seats, so she was lucky enough to see Stefano Pass play. But nice. she reckons the whole event is, is just off the charts. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's almost like the tennis is a sideshow. Yeah. You know, because it, because you, go, you go there and you buy your ticket, you buy your ground pass, and you've got full-time entertainment. And from it, so it's probably the best, ticket in sport, yeah. Uh, you know, that we have throughout the course of the year. Because if you think about it, you get a ground pass and you're there for the whole day. You can spend one whole day at that, that venue. And not only, you know, you, not only do you go in, you've got a ground pass gets you into John Kane Arena, which is a big show court. Yeah. Um, so it gets you into, into Key Arena where there's just like that, that court, which is a really boutique court. Uh, has some amazing uh, matches and theatre in it, and so so they're they're with ground passes, and then and then obviously the other outside courts that you can follow players from other parts of the world, and you get to see young young athletes that are coming through. We've you know we've had teenagers that that have gone through. We've got a teenager that beat 
Chuantuk like yesterday, you know, 19 year old from the Czech Republic, and and so you, you get all that, and and then you can stay at night and watch it on the big screens, and you got as you said, you got the party court, which is well they caught it, you know that they they've got a bar up there, and it's and it was used really well. I think it's been used really well. The players. Uh, have liked that environment. You know, the ones that have played on that court. I spoke to a few of them that have played on that court, and um, I went up there myself and had a look and saw what the look and feel was <laughs> like. So uh, I didn't, I didn't get into it. I, I had to, uh, <laughs> to work, but I, I needed to see what it was like. Yeah. Uh, knowing what, uh, you know, like knowing what live golf was like in Adelaide when I walked, you know, walked through there for the for the the, the days that they that was played. So. Um, so it is. It's it's been. It's a special special time. If you haven't been, if you're a sports lover and you just, and not necessarily tennis is your favourite sport. It's an event, uh, and it's an event that you'd actually enjoy regardless because there, are, you know, as as long as as much as the tennis is being played, you could be on you know on show court three, and you can hear thumping music in the background. Uh, you know, so there's there's DJs. Go, you know, it's it's one of those festivals um, that is. And Craig Tiley and and his team, the exec team, and the team. That that sit underneath that umbrella, um, they do a great job of innovation and trying to make it, um, you know, trying to make it family friendly, um, and have that that great day entertainment, which which keeps them coming back. You just mentioned golf there, Roger, and, and you were there at the Live Golf. Just before we get into the tennis, I've got to bring this story up, <laughs> and this is about Roger. Many years ago, when Roger was coaching Leighton, and mm-hmm. Leighton became friends with Greg Norman. And Greg Norman was playing, I think it was the Australian PGA or the Australian Players Championship at Coolum. Remember he got Leighton to be his caddy? Do you remember that, Roger? Well, I set it up, so I guess I do. <laughs> well, I was I, there. I, 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 I did the intro. I was, so, so, so I guess I do. Were you there, were you? I was watching. And Leighton, I'd never seen. Leighton took the job so seriously, didn't he? Uh, yeah, because you you're on the shark's bag. So you, better, you, you better bloody take it seriously, I tell you. But I mean, so so Greg, I mean, Greg's been, he's he's one of my great mates now, and from that, you know, that was um, uh, that was a meeting that I'd, I'd worked to arrange because I wanted to get Leighton around uh, Greg just to just to uh, see yeah, to and, see what and it was how like. he about yeah. it. and and how he and he deals with uh, you know his the other sides of you know how he deals with media, how he deals with that, you know, just just generally get around him. So. Um, yeah, that worked um, uh, really well for Leighton, and you know, and it's been great for me as a, as one of his you know close mates now. Yeah, I went. Mean, I was following in the gallery that day, and I wasn't stalking you, Roger, because you didn't know me. But that night, my mm. wife and I went to dinner to a restaurant called Ricky Ricardo's. It was called Ricky's in Noosa. Yeah. And, I, and I was sitting there and I said to Lizzie, you won't believe this. Have a look at who's walked in. And it was you, Leighton, and the shark. And you come, in, I remember you come into Ricky's restaurant and I said, we're not leaving till they leave. And we're sitting there having our dinner and everything because it was where my wife and I got married at that restaurant. And I'll never forget at the end, the waitress brought the bill out and she gave, she gave the, the bill to Greg Norman, and he opened it, looked at it, and he handed it to Leighton. <laughs> well, as long as it didn't come my way. Oh, exactly. You, you did the intro. You couldn't get it. Anyway, yeah. Brody wants to get wants to ask That's you a funny. question about the tennis. Yeah, very That's quickly, very before we get into the feature, of course, with a demon going around this evening. Now, I've got to touch on Leighton because his young fella, Cruz, makes his Australian Open debut this afternoon as well in the Junior Championship. Have you seen much of Cruz? Uh, I haven't seen a lot. I've seen, yeah, I have seen um, bits and pieces. I haven't sat down and uh, sp- I haven't like I haven't spent time 
you know, seeing big, big packages of uh, old crews. But he, look, he can he can definitely play. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's been around it since he was born. He's been on the court since he was, you know, since he could walk and had a racket in his hand and and been you know been in front of obviously his dad and and uh, you know and others for for hours and hours and hours. So the upskilling and I guess in the you know, when they talk about your exposure to anything and, and the amount of exposure you get uh, enhances your development. Well, uh, Cruz has had as, as much exposure as you could possibly um, have as a young as a young um, young child growing up. And so, and he plays a good game of tennis, competitive uh, like his dad. And you know, there's you know there'll be some comparisons, but I don't think we should compare because they're they're two different uh, people. But there will naturally be comparisons. He takes on a, the number six seed in the juniors and the in the men's in the boys. So. And you know that those seedings, they're sort of a little bit of you're not sure where they sit because some players can travel and they've got resources to to go around the world and play a lot of junior events and they yeah. they build up build up their points they get their rankings. Look, the number six seed will be a, a handy player, there's no doubt, but not you know it's it's a little bit uh, skewed if you know what I mean. So it'll be interesting to see who'll have it, who'll have a uh, big crowd around him and um, he's all, he's already had eyeballs on him so. He's probably pretty. You know, he's he's comfortable in his skin there, and and uh, look, he'll be he'll put a good showing, I'm sure. I mean, and don't be surprised if he if he doesn't win the match. Uh, if he does win the match, because uh, you know, he, he, as I said, he can play. He plays. Uh, he plays a good brand of tennis. And speaking of good brands of tennis and all eyes on this man this afternoon or this evening, Alex Dimonoy is going to be the feature of day eight. Of course, Novak Djokovic playing this afternoon, but the Demon comes up against Andre Rublev there at 7 p.m. this evening. It's going to be a fascinating event, isn't it, Roger? Uh, yeah, it will be fascinating. It'll be, uh, you know, obviously for Australian tennis and around the country, they'll be watching Alex put you on a ride. There's no doubt about that. Um, and he's, you know, he, he's playing with, you know he's playing with a lot of confidence. He's he stepped up to an, to another level, and he's comfortable. He's gained a lot of patience as a tennis player, and he's understood his game more. And, he's, and that belief system is in there where he's you know as you as you do get the wins and you become more consistent, you start to feel like there's there's no reason why you can't beat that next echelon of players. And uh, Rublev's in there. They've had a they're competitive. Uh, they've they've you know they've played five times, and they've um, and Alex is. You know he's up, he's up there. You know in the in the uh, in the win loss the last time they played, uh, Rublev won in that was in Paris in the Paris Masters at the end of the year. He won in three sets. Alex took the first set and and the one before that was this year in Rotterdam, which is an indoor. In uh, sorry, last year in Rotterdam, it's indoors. It follows the Australian Open, so it's in it's in Feb and um, and Alex won that one six four six four. Different type of court, um, a little bit slower. Rublev's, uh, you know, he's he's. He's an interesting player because he's he's a player that goes after every ball. It's it's either high speed or express. Um, when he when he hits a ball, there's no in between, and he just he so he takes high risks and big cut at the ball. Alex will be defending a lot at times, and then he'll get and hopefully then he'll push his opponent. His job will be to push his opponent around the court, as when he can get some first strike tennis and actually and make Rublev play some low percentage shots. He's, he will make some mistakes. Um, by going for it, that's that's all he knows. Um, and uh, you know, and he's a, he's obviously a, a very competitive player. When you're the fifth player seated here, you're in the top ten in the world. He's been repeating that, but he hasn't been able to Rublev break through in a major. He hasn't been able to do uh, consistently be 
uh, strong at this back of the second week of the major. So, um, so that Alex will take that into into account for sure. But um, yeah, it should be it should be an enthralling match with a lot of lot of rallies, a um, lot of extended rallies. It'll be high. It'll be fast moving tennis match. Both players get on with it pretty quickly. Um, yeah, fun to watch. Hey, um, just with the men, Roger. So, like, I don't want to be captain obvious, but we've got Novak, the mm. big dog. We've got mm-hmm. Alcaraz, the youngster with a couple of majors under his belt already. Then we got Tsitsipas and Medvedev, who are always there, but they both look in fairly decent form. Is that where we're looking here? Um, well, we're looking. We're look, obviously looking at no, you know, Novak. Will just get better and better. He he plays Manorino, who's you know, who's thirty five years old. Um, played a five set against Ben Shelton, and they're playing today uh, in the, in the warmth. So so um, he's. Quality player, but I don't think he's going to get it done with Novak. I'd be very surprised his body can yeah. respond and play five sets. I think we look at Alcaraz. You, you mentioned Medvedev. You know he's won majors, uh, so he understands what that looks like. Uh, Tsitsipas has been there and about. He's playing. He plays Fritz today. That that that's a fifty-fifty game in my eyes. They play some pretty competitive tennis. Three-one Tsitsipas in the head-to-head. Uh, I think Yannick Sinner is the next one. Um, so because. He's actually ahead of Sitsipas in my eyes. I don't think Sitsipas is a buy stock at the moment. Um, and it's not, and uh, but I think Sinner is a big buy stock. Um, and you know where he's going. His game's developed. He's hit the ball, hits the ball big off the back of the court, bigger than he has been. Serve's got better. It's a heavier serve. It's more consistent. It sets him up a little bit more. He's got better location. And uh, Darren Cale's an outstanding mover, by the way, an outstanding mover. And Darren Cale's given him that belief um, in knowing that. You know he's he's a person that should be able to you know can get through and actually win win a major uh, this year. You know there's no doubt about it. In 2024, they they will be expecting uh, you know that he can step up and actually grab one of these one of these titles and it can be here. He plays Karen Hatchinov, uh, Sinner, and uh, um, I think he'll get through. He'll be just be too good for for them for him and then and then the winner out of um, Alex and also Rublev. So uh, then he's got to get through Novak in the semi. So that. When you're on Novak's half of the draw, it's it's can you get through, um, and that's the uh, that's a big thing. And on on uh, Alcaraz's side, he's got Kekmanovic, who he'll, I would suggest he'll he'll beat. He he's a Serbian player who won six love in the fifth yesterday. Tommy Paul had match points. He was the favourite. Had match points in the fourth. Had a serve for serve for the match. In the fourth, lost the lost the fourth, and then in the tiebreak and went on and uh, struggled in the fifth six love. So. Um, Zverev's in there as well, playing some solid tennis. And I wouldn't say it's um, it's major winning tennis, but it's solid tennis. Uh, Medvedev responded in straight sets yesterday. So after the um, after his three 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 hour three a.m. finish, so yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. Then we've got a Frenchman, a young French wildcard, um, Arthur Pizou, who's um, from France, and he's in, he's through to the fourth round, and he's a 21 year old who's. Who beat Holgaruna? So, um, be interesting to see what he, uh, if he can continue his journey. So, it's interesting. Well, yes, Novak sits sits slightly above, but uh, uh, and Alcaraz is is just underneath, I think, at this stage. Um, and then, and then, I think Sinner's probably one as well. In regards to the women, defending champion Sabalenka goes around on Margaret Court Arena this afternoon, one p.m. What are you expecting from her? Uh, well. She- She's probably, you know, when you when you look now, she's, you know, she's obviously she was always one of the favourites, but she's opened up really well, clean, hasn't lost many games. It's been as about as pure as you could open up uh, leading into the second week of the major. So, you know, she plays Anna Samova, who's 
who came back, decided to take a spell out of the game, um, you know, just to to get herself right, to feel, didn't want to, just felt like she didn't need it, needed a spell from the game. Um, but Anna Samova's, you know, this is this is one of the one of really healthy comebacks for her. She's in the fourth round, big ball striker, by the way. So Sabalenka's got power, so too has uh, this young lady, Anna Samova. So she's a genuine ball striker who can actually uh, take the racket out of your hands. So, you know, if she's, if she's, Strong enough and uh, fit enough at this stage. She's got through pretty. Uh, she's got through convincingly so far. Um, so if she can just stay the course and, and believe in herself, uh, she can give herself a good chance to get Sabalenka. We've had some big upsets, obviously, with the number one seed losing. And but I think Sabalenka's probably uh, she will start favourite in that match. And um, and then on you know in her little quarter, uh, there's a 16 year old Mira Andreva who who got through almost out of the championships down 5-1 in the second set, gets through that um, and then comes through and, and, and wins in the, you know, and, and, fi- and finally wins through. So she's a quality young young girl, but I, I think I'm, I'm leaning that Sabalenka gets through there. But it, she has she has work to do because Coco Goff's on the other quarter of that half. And um, yeah. for, my, for mine, you've got Coco Goff, Sabalenka. Uh, when it gets to that stage, I'm probably going to favour uh, the young American. Okay, good on you, Roger. Hey, thanks so much for spending so much time with us today and for enduring my story about stalking, no, stalking I, you 20-something years. A, <laughs> hey, by the way, that's a, that's a good memory. You know, we were, we were upstairs above that restaurant um, just meeting some friends there for a, yeah. a light drink before we dropped down into that restaurant. I'm, I'm guessing that's the same one, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Upstairs, there's apartments, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly where it was. And I just, I just laughed my head off when Greg Norman I, handed the bill straight to Leighton. I, I know. I had, I had a steak, <laughs> chips, and salad, and a, and a, and a beer. <laughs> by the way. You should have unloaded. You should have unloaded. Oh, good on you, Roger. That's hilarious, mate. Good on you. Hey, have a good time See in you, week too. Okay, there he Cheers. is, Roger Rashid.